people don't realize like how many iterations your script is going to go through before mm. it ever makes it to the screen. Like by the time it actually like makes it to screen, it's going to have gone through so many different drafts from so yeah. many different people, mm-hmm. you know, budgetary reasons, you know, producer reasons, creative differences. And so it's important to know when to stand your ground, like we were saying, but also to realize that this is a collaborative process. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the About Story Podcast. My name is Nathan Johnson, and today I'm here with Anthony and Kayla. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks so much for being here. What's going on, man? Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Absolutely, yeah. Really excited and looking forward to our discussion. So yeah, how did you guys kind of get started? You know, honestly, for me, it just is, it just goes back to when I was a kid and just being fascinated with movies for as far back as I can remember. Um, just getting a heavy dose of Westerns and 80s and 90s action flicks, uh, you know, from the time I was young and um, just really, really loving just stories about heroes and, you know, good and evil. And then uh, coming around to a place eventually where I realized like somebody has to create these. Like, you know, I feel like when when we're young, we're so used to just thinking about it like, oh, it's like just the actor, you know, it's all about the person on screen, but somebody has to put these kind of stories together. And in particular for me, I grew up watching a lot of Westerns and, um, you know, when if you look at like like John Wayne westerns and stuff, it's there's such a simple there's such a simple divide between good and evil. Like he's always the good guy, you know, right. and there's always the corrupt sheriff or like the land baron or whatever. Um, and then getting into like Clint Eastwood movies and the Dollar Trilogy, and where it's like a lot more convoluted because he always plays antiheroes. You know, yeah. he's the bounty hunter or he's the hitman or whatever, and he's not a straight good guy. And just being really fascinated by like the archetypes of like good and evil really kind of kind of got me thinking about actually like, creating my own stories. Yeah. It's really freeing, I think, to me personally. Like when I have like an idea and I can get this idea out there and mm-hmm. you see things come alive in a different way. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, I feel like we're all like very creative mm-hmm. and it's a creative expression to be able to get that out there and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, tell your story to the world. So Absolutely. Yeah. How about you, Kayla? What was your journey like? Um, you know, it's really funny. It's, it's kind of similar to Anthony where, you know, I just grew up loving movies and stories. Um, but I used to think, how do people come up with these stories? That was my thing, is like, how do they do it? Um, and then one time in high school, I remember that we were challenged to write a story in the form of a poem. And for some reason, it was like the most excited I was ever about homework, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, when I started doing that poem, um, I just wrote like this, you know, fantastical piece of like, you know, a knight fighting a dragon and all this stuff. And at the very end, there was this part where the uh, knight brings back a box to the king and the king opens it and there's a key inside. And that's the way I ended the poem. Hmm. And I remember everybody in my class like freaking out. They were like, what is the key go to, you know? And it was the first time that I realized like, oh, I can really like do this. I can write stories, you know, I can affect, um, like impact people, you know, with stories. So I think that's kind of like the first thing that started me on this journey. So you guys went to school, right? You went to Biola University, it's actually where mm-hmm. we met. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> many moons ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy yeah. the difference between like school life and then like actually working in the real world. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel like school, in a lot of ways it prepares you, but yeah. in a lot of ways it's like, how do you get prepared for that? You know, because it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's completely different. 
Yeah, it's kind yeah. of like learning how to swim outside of water, and then you're put <laughs> in the water, and you're like, oh, gosh, yeah. they taught me about this. How, what do I do? I watched yeah. a YouTube video on how to swim. This is, this is not what it's like. They didn't mention this at all, you know, like in, my, in my calm studies class. Like <laughs> Exactly. So what's it been like for you guys? I know, like, what's the, the process been for you guys? I mean, it's been it's been a process. It's been a lot, yeah. Um I mean, this, this, this town is wild. Uh, and I think everybody kind of has their own journey and you really don't know what you know until you know it, mm. you know, and you don't know how much you don't know until you actually get out there and you're like, oh my gosh, mm. this is not what we thought, you know, it was going to be like, um, I think we all kind of have this naive kind of shiny golden vision, like of mm. LA and Hollywood yeah. and the industry, like in our minds. And it's like, I just got to find that one person, you know, <laughs> once they see this, this yeah. script, man, it's going to change everything, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I know like for us starting out in particular, like it was, it was hard. I mean, it, it still is in a lot of ways, but yeah. especially when you're first starting out and we, I, we were fortunate that we had at least a couple of friends who got here before us. And one of them, you know, got me a job working at a talent agency kind of right away, which was like my, my intro, you know, into the mm -hmm. business and that side of things in the world. And then, um, you know, as we started writing and developing and then obviously came up with our idea for writer spotlight and that became, you know, a whole other thing. Um, but it's been a it's been a long journey. Yeah, I would just say that it's been very, very difficult. And for people who aren't, um, if you're not called or you don't have a passion, you're gonna leave. Mm. You're like, gonna give get up. Burned out. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's kind of like we've had those moments, but we always like say to each other, "But we're supposed to be here," you know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why you would want to be here like if you weren't you know and i mm -hmm. and, and i really don't want to disillusion people like on the you know on the industry because there are some amazing things about it and it can be a lot of fun and really exciting but you need to you need to know why you're here yeah you know and it needs to be mm -hmm. bigger than just like fame and fortune yeah yeah because yeah. mm -hmm. that's very fleeting you know and yeah. and even if you make it that's not going to satisfy you no no you mm -hmm. know you have to have something deeper than that yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. exactly yeah so you guys work together on your scripts most of the time mm -hmm. right yeah. So that's interesting. Like I don't, I haven't yeah. talked to anyone who's like a couple. Like you guys are together and your work. How does that work out? Where you guys are like working on scripts together and then like you can't escape each other. You can't like no. go home. It's like, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing we like each other. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good thing that we. Um, but yeah, I, I would say we have to separate work mm. from our relationship, um, and sometimes that's harder said than done. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those things for us where, like, we, like, when we met in college, we we had both been writing already, you know? Like, I'd been writing my own stuff my own way, and she'd been kind of writing her own stuff, and that was actually one of the things we bonded over was when we kind of started reading each other's work and realized, oh, we actually have similar kind of voices and mm -hmm. similar kind of goals. Um, we like a lot of the same, you know, kind of movies and TV mm -hmm. shows and stuff, and just kind of figuring out how to meld those two voices together, you know? Like, yeah. taking our strengths and weaknesses and just kind of really, like, yeah. creating one voice together and and yeah I mean and like Kayla was saying it's 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 important to be able to separate especially like you know she works from home you know primarily and I work from home a lot too you know if I'm not on set or whatever and so it's when you spend a whole day yeah. you know in work and then you're gonna write and then all of a sudden it's like seven o'clock you know and it's like okay what are we doing are we still working are we you know are we done um and it's it's it takes time to be able to learn to be able to like find that know, balance. Kind of separate those yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it is great though, honestly. I mean, I can't I can't imagine writing with some, with anybody else because then you have to just worry about you know we're going to do on a Zoom call. We're going to get together. You mm -hmm. know, like we have to drive somewhere. Or I'm going to yeah. send you a page. You're going to send me back a page. I know a lot of people do it and have yeah. done it 
yeah. for years successfully, but I can't imagine doing it any other way at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good segue. I'd love to talk a little bit about your uh, approach to writing. Like, how do you guys, do you guys outline first? Like, what's your, like, when you're developing a story, like, mm-hmm. what do you, how do you do that? Well, the first thing that we do is we talk about it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a co-writer because you can just discuss it with one another. You can mm-hmm. bounce ideas off of each other and kind of say, oh, does this work? Does this work? Um, so I think that's definitely the beginning. Um, well, it usually starts with an idea from you. Yeah. That's, <laughs> if we're being completely honest, <laughs> it's like 95% of our ideas that we come up with come out of her mind, which is, which is great. It depends on the script, um, how much outli- outlining we do. Like we always have at least like a basic outline, mm-hmm. um, you know, like what's going to happen in the beginning, middle and end kind of aspect. But there's certain projects that require in-depth outlining, Yeah. you know, so... When it's that, you know, it takes us a while to get the outline done, and then then we're ready to write. Yeah, you guys are telling me about the mystery script, script that you're working on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. That one took a lot of in-depth yeah. outlining. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole different prospect. I mean, we write, we've been writing primarily comedy for mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and just really mm-hmm. working on like our sitcom specs, and we've written a couple of rom-com features, which has gotten some good feedback and some good exposure and stuff. And then we, you know, again, Kayla had this great idea a long time ago. Um, to write this this mystery thriller, you know, like kind of a limited series kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, set in a small town in the 50s. And so when we finally got around to writing it, we outlined it a little bit, mm-hmm. but then we got kind of midway through the pilot and we we're like, we have no idea where this is going. Like you can't write, you can't write dialogue for something where you don't know where it's leading. And yeah. so we basically had to go back and just do a page one outline and figure out how many episodes it was going to be and outline to the very end of it. Mm. So like mm-hmm. now when we wrote the pilot, the characters, the conversation the characters are having, it actually means something now and it's mm-hmm. it will pay off like later. And that was a completely new exercise yeah. for us. Mm. Yeah, I think for me, I know the approach to writing is usually like I start with characters first mm. and figure out, I, again, I think it kind of depends on the story too. Because if you're doing more of like a like a drama, then I think doing characters first is great. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing more plot heavy story, then you want to start with your plot, and then you work figure out okay who's my main character, and then the other characters are like to how do I build on that mm-hmm. and influence the story and like their relationships. And so I, I think different people obviously have different approaches um, to kind of what they focus on. And I think you also want to lean into your strengths too, mm-hmm. because you know different writers. Mm-hmm. Some people are really like plot heavy. I would think of like Christopher Nolan or someone like that, mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like you know his plots are like really tight and and on point um and i'm sure he leads with his plots like that's like the the mm-hmm. focal piece of mm-hmm. his scripts um but then you have other writers that are more just character-based writers right and it's a it, just a different perspective on it well and that's kind of what's cool like that like what's been cool about our writing journey together over the years is like kayla's really good at plot and like mm-hmm. structure you know and yeah. like world and and i'm a little bit better at like character and dialogue and so it's a great combination though. when those two things yeah. kind of come together yeah and so it's like i've learned so much from her about you know, about creating plot, you know, like mm-hmm. about like the intricacies like of writing, you know. Um, and then when we get in there, it's like, you know, I'll start spitting off dialogue, you know, and like just talking and like, you know, just kind of trying to figure it out. And it's been really cool seeing the way they kind of meld together. And, and, and so much of like those early conversations we have is just figuring out if a story, if an idea has legs, mm. you know, figuring out if mm-hmm. it's beyond just kind of, is it just a cool concept or like, is there something there that like, you know, we can actually kind of run with and that's, yeah. That's kind of when it gets fun is when you realize, oh, wait, there is something here. You yeah. know, like this has got some depth to it. Yeah. Do you guys read your scripts to other people or do you guys normally just kind of bounce it against each other? 
Um, like how do you get feedback, I guess? Mm. Is, yeah, well, so one of the things is that we always reread our scripts first because mm. obviously we want to like make sure it's ready for other people to read. Um, but yeah, no, we share our scripts with several people all the time. Yeah, all the time. It's actually what we do with our website, so yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So you guys started Spotlight pretty recently, and mm-hmm. I know it was a big process to get it even off the ground. Yeah, it's been um, six years of like pouring like passion and love into this. Um, it was a, it's been a passion project of mine for a very long time because I just, um, I've seen how hard it is for writers starting out in this business, and I want to see writers thrive. And so that's kind of where the concept started from. Um, is to see um, writers that aren't known that are aspiring to be successful in this industry. And maybe describe a little bit, not everybody might not know what it, what it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Do you want to take it? Sure, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so it's, it's a website called Writer Spotlight. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, essentially what it is, is it's, uh, it's, it's, it's part writing community, you know, it's part, um, you know, actual real practical writing tools. Um, and the idea is just to, to um, have other writers connect with each other, you know, so there's a social media aspect to it where you create a profile and you go on there and, you know, you list, um, you know, you list your accomplishments and biography and stuff like that. And then uh, you can meet other writers. You can create writers groups on there. You can join a writers group. Um, you swap scripts with each other, give each other feedback and uh, get your script to a point where it's actually ready to be read by mm-hmm. industry pros, you know, mm-hmm. and we, we've just read, we've read, or we've read so many scripts or ran into so many people in the years, especially even, even ourselves back when we were starting out where people have one script and they think that it's the greatest thing ever, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, then you read it and it's like, wow, dude, nobody's read this, but like your mom, you know, or like maybe your roommate who's like yeah. not even in the industry. And, um, and so it just really, honestly, it came from a place of really just wanting to encourage writers to be great like mm. to strive for excellence, but also mm-hmm. to work with community within, you know, like within community with each other, as opposed to just competing, you know, with each other mm-hmm. all the time. And um, I mean- Or being like the lone wolf, which I feel like comes up sometimes where like feel like writers feel like they have to do it all by themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're not comfortable sharing their work with other people mm-hmm. because it's too personal or like, I don't want to be hurt. You know, they get, so, they're so close to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think when you're in, a, in an environment where it's a safe place to share and get, you know, positive, feedback yeah. mm-hmm. and like you because you really need that you need mm-hmm. to have critiquing and on your, on your work it's you're not going to get better yeah otherwise exactly absolutely yeah and that was in you know one of the, one of the things we did is we created a new in document note you know system where you can leave notes directly on the page right mm-hmm. so like as you're going kind of stream of consciousness or whatever um you know oh hey i laughed here you know blah 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 and um it's just got a lot of really great tools on there that we were like man why why doesn't this exist you know mm-hmm. like it was what was what we wish we had when we were starting out and now that we're further along and it's launched, we still wish we had it. Like we're glad yeah. it's here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other big part of it is, is then we have industry pros on the sites, producers and development executives who are actively looking for scripts. And so we've given writers a direct pipeline to then get their scripts read once they're ready. You know, mm-hmm. once you've gone through that mm-hmm. feedback process, once you've done a couple of rewrites and gotten at that point where other people on the site are like, yo, this is really good. Like, yeah. um, and you can get a recommendation, you know, like from fellow writers or from industry pros. And then when you put it over on the pro site, it filters directly to them based on what they're looking for. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's such a great idea and concept. Um, and yeah, and like, just like having that community is so important. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys are doing great work. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> well, we're that. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what ha- what's been like maybe one of the most challenging aspects of, of getting it up and running and off the ground? One of the most challenging is actually finding good scripts. Mm. Um, I'm, and 
if anybody's listening that's on Writer's Spotlight, I'm not saying you don't have good scripts, but um, it's just when certain pros are looking for certain stuff and we're like, oh, there's nothing like that on here. And we're like, okay, we need more writers. Like, where are you guys at? Mm. <laughs> you know, we need some of those writers to, you know, sign up. That's been one of the most challenged things is mm-hmm. that we have these pros that are looking for specific things. And if it's not on there, we're like, okay, we need somebody to sign up that has this so do you kind of encourage people to take a certain genre or certain type of script or is it more just like oh whatever script you're working on will help you develop it or is like well let's the in industry we're looking people are like this type Mm. of story is really hot right now you know like we well one of the things we encourage is is we actually have unlimited script uploads so we encourage you upload everything you have Mm -hmm. because you know well anything that you want to work on right or that is ready so we want to encourage people to, you know, upload everything so that they can work on everything and improve it and also show these pros if, if the pro looks at someone's profile and is like, oh, you've written 15 scripts. Oh, you actually have been doing this for a while. But as for um, like specific genre and stuff, that, that just depends on what the pro is looking for. We try to like let people know what pros are looking for on the site so that way they know if they have something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we only encourage them to put their best work in pro scripts because you really only have one chance. If a pro starts reading your script and it's not good, they're not going to look at your stuff again. Yeah, so. like the first page too. Like yeah, whatever. oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. A lot yeah. of them are like page, yeah. the first five pages, if it's not interesting to them, they're out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think I think you have to know what you're good at. You know, like as a mm-hmm. writer, like I think you have mm-hmm. to define, you know, it's so important to define your own voice and to sound unique and to be different than other people that are out there and to know to know what genres you like you know what are the couple Mm. of genres that you're really good at you know i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna suggest that you know somebody who primarily writes sitcoms goes out and tries to do like a world war ii historical piece you know unless Mm -hmm. they want to but i don't i don't think people should chase trends like that i think you should Mm -hmm. stick with what you're good at and when you get good at it people are going to notice yeah they're going to want to they're going to want to read they're going to want to know what else you have yeah so what are you guys personally, what do you guys write most of the time? You guys, I know you do comedy. I would say that our most developed area is, is um, TV pilots okay. um, for sitcoms. That's probably what we're best at. Um, but we do like writing specifically romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been working on a Christmas movie recently um, Yeah, Pretty that we're excited about. about. Um, but yeah, I would say that's our most developed script. Yeah, I think it's there. I think just because we watch so much TV, you mm. know, we watch so many sitcoms, like it's probably the area like that we feel like we're the strongest in, like the most well versed in yeah. at the moment. And we've got our we've got our voice pretty well defined when it comes to that. And so we feel like mm-hmm. when we when we have a good idea, we're able to execute we're able to it. execute well, it and figure yeah. it out, you know, pretty well at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you guys actually approach the writing itself? Do you have like the story beats like like I'm a big fan of like Save the Cat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like finding those like story beats and like learning a structure for uh, the story. And I don't think you always have to follow a specific structure, but I think mm-hmm. it can be helpful, especially if you're struggling in an area where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, I'm not sure what's, why is this part not working? Mm-hmm. Um, it's always helpful to kind of look back and say, okay, well, oh yeah, you're missing the this arc here, you're missing the change. And right. um, I think that we're more like we follow, specifically for TV, you know, we were once told by a, a showrunner that he said, you know, one of the most important things are your act outs, you mm. know, like, do you have a, like a button that really um, makes people want to watch, keep watching, you know? Cause You're talking about a, like the end of the, the episode, right? Or, no, or the end of the scene. The, the end of the each end act. Of each act. Okay, act yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, the act out. Um, yeah, because, you know, if it, originally it was for commercials, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> we don't necessarily have that as much anymore. 
um, with streaming, but basically with with that it keeps the story moving forward if you keep having like a either shocking or exciting or really funny end to an act um it kind of keeps the movie like the the story going so that's mm-hmm. kind of our main focus i would say with television yeah. um for yeah, I mean, features each, each act kind of needs to it's almost like it's its own kind of short story like there needs mm-hmm. to be an arc within you know that first act that then makes you want to oh my gosh how's the character going to get out of this you know or they just made this mess how are they going to fix it you know and then that's what kind of leads you into the next next thing part of it and would keep would keep you coming back after the commercials if there were commercials so (laughs) yeah that's all you're saying about features yeah i think for features um we would probably follow a little more traditional like um uh the writer's journey Mm -hmm. yeah do you guys have any uh shows that you really like or or movies what are some of your favorites? <laughs> How much time, much time do we have? I, mean, I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a better question. What what's what are some of the influenced you the most? Like you feel like you feel like you see it has influenced your own writing the most? I mean, like I said, I mean I'm you know, I I, I grew up on you know, I grew up on westerns and eighties, mm-hmm. nineties action movies and stuff like that. And so I mean I would say I mean I, you know, everything from you know, Tombstone to Rio Bravo to, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. I mean, mm. just so many things about you know those westerns that I love, and just the the iconic characters, and you know the dialogue. Um, you know, even even more modern day things. You know, like um, not more modern day, but you know more '90s stuff, like The Quick and the Dead, and like there's just such a there's such a just old school kind of like heroic, you know, like uh, just feeling built, you know, like into those, and um, and so then like you know for myself, and then just you know watching a lot of movies and stuff is like I love I love watching, and I love reading, you know, like action films and stuff from like the 80s you know and just seeing the way that Mm -hmm. they created this you know like scripts for like Die Hard and Lethal Weapon and stuff and seeing how much of like that great stuff that we love and we're so used to seeing like how much of it's on the page you know and Mm -hmm. being like wow this is really cool the way you know the way they created this so that that helped with comedy I'm just (laughs) (laughs) a little bit actually yeah some of it I mean yeah um yeah I was gonna say for me uh Mel Brooks Mm. basically all Mm -hmm. of his films um yeah I feel like he's hilarious and so that helped with comedy um as for like i mean there's a ton of sitcoms like you know uh, there's the greats like frazier um i love scrubs and that's an influence for one of ours we we're literally writing one right now that's kind of scrubs set in a gym okay nice. so um yeah just kind of blending that humor and stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah I mean, community. Like, yeah, community. Mm. Community is probably favorites. like our favorite. Yeah, happy endings is another big one. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah, Parks and Rec, like just very like very irreverent comedy, very witty. You mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. like good banter, and we like we like farcical without being like spoof. Yeah. You know, and so mm-hmm. like taking situations and kind of you know making fun of it and poking yeah. fun of out of it, but like not segueing so far into like this is just dumb like yeah. humor at this point. Like yeah. You know, I would say film-wise, like Tropic Thunder is a perfect example. Mm, That's mm-hmm. a masterpiece, in my opinion, of, yeah. of like... Versus, I would say, Spy. Yeah. Spy's mine with Melissa McCarthy. Mm, <laughs> absolutely. I know for me, like, a lot of people need help, I think, with their process because they get kind of lost in the details. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It's like... You know, they're looking at their the blank page and they're wondering, okay, what do I do next? What do I, mm-hmm. yeah. how do I, how do I write this? And then they get stuck. And, and I think a lot of writers actually don't end up writing because they get, mm. you know, they get writer's block or they get, you mm-hmm. know, discouraged or it's just not working. Do you guys have like any advice that you give to writers when they're struggling like that? 
So I know it sounds unhelpful to tell writers that are struggling with writer's block to write. <laughs> yeah. But I think that, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist. Hmm. And I think that's <laughs> usually what happens with writer's block is you're just so afraid that what you're putting going to put on the page isn't going to be good. Mm. And the truth is it's not. It's mm. not going to be good the first time around. You know, we've experienced that several times with our scripts because, you know, you learn in, you know, screenwriting class that it's all about the rewrite. That would be my number one, like, encouragement is just to do it. Um, and then I think the second thing is have a writer's group. Mm -hmm. I think if you're in a writer's group, they, or at least um, an accountability partner with writing, it forces you to get pages to them. And I really think that when you're forced to get pages to somebody, you come up with creative ideas. You, like, get more inspired. Because um, if, you know, we just sit down and we're like, oh, we're just going to write anything, you know, it might take us forever. But if we know that we have to have our next act to our writer's group by yeah. Sunday, <laughs> Anthony and I are like, we, could, we just have to do it. We have to do it. We found that we get great pages out of that because mm. we're just like, we have to do it. We have to write it. Well, and then there's that feedback that's there waiting for you. Yeah. Mm. Like, so you're getting feedback and then it helps you with your rewrite. Like if there's anything that you weren't mm -hmm. sure about. Here you've got three or four people who are constantly giving you feedback. And the other thing I think a lot of people don't talk about is how much giving feedback makes you a better writer. Yeah. Mm. Because you can't give good notes if you don't understand story. Yeah. And, and it doesn't really matter. It, it, it helps if you're reading a script or something that like you're interested in or it's a genre that you know. But honestly, like story is story. You know, like if you if you understand characters, if you know character motivations, if you understand like what makes a story good and makes people makes you as a reader want to turn the page. And if you can articulate that back to the writer, you're going to realize that you're becoming a better writer mm. through giving people that feedback. And, mm. and I think back to what Kayla was saying about writing bad first drafts. I mean, you can't you can't rewrite mm. a blank page. You can't rewrite nothing. You can't fix it. And I think There's a no lot of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. And I think a lot of writers are so terrified to just mm. not be good. And it's like, guys, like it's it's gonna be bad in the beginning. Okay. It's gonna be bad in the beginning, but you have to get that first draft out there before you can even think about you know, mm. what the end product is gonna be like. Yeah. Oh, and there's always gonna be somebody that doesn't like your script, even if mm. it is good. Mm. You know, I mean, think about all the movies that we see that come out that people still will tear apart. Ones that we love, you know? So you're always gonna have that. So you kind of have to learn to be able to handle that rejection, you know? What kinds of advice do you give for people like accepting critiques in some areas, but like not in others? Cause like, like you are mm -hmm. saying, it's like, yeah. sometimes it's a good critique, but it's like, well, maybe this, maybe it's not the right for the story. Maybe it's mm -hmm. not a bad mm -hmm. critique. How do you kind of differentiate good critiques from bad critiques? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you definitely have to, you definitely need to be humble when mm -hmm. it comes to being a screenwriter and you need to understand that you're going to get notes and that your story's not perfect, especially in those early stages. So I think so much of it is opening yourself up to those critiques, mm -hmm. right? And being willing, being willing to accept them and to know that like, look, just because the person is being direct with you or maybe being harsh doesn't mean they're like, they're being mean. Like they're not, they're not taking a shot at you as mm -hmm. a human being, you know, it's nothing about you like as a person. Um, and so you definitely, there definitely needs to be some, you know, you kind of develop thick skin over the years there and there needs to be a humility in there. But at the same time, I mean, nobody knows your story better than you. And mm -hmm. so you need to be confident in what it is about your story that works, you know, and what, what makes your story your story. And so I think if, if, you, if you're getting the same note from four or five different people, you probably better change it. There's probably something <laughs> mm -hmm. that's going on. But if there's, you know, if there's one odd person that critiques something that if you were to change it, it would change 
the whole flow or it would change the whole just kind of like the vibe of what makes your story unique, then you need to be confident in being like, you know what, okay, like I appreciate that, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, yeah, I know what you know. I know what this needs. Yeah, I think that it's just um, whatever makes your story more what it needs to be. You know, that's mm-hmm. the notes that you need to accept. You know, if you're writing a comedy and somebody tells you to do something and it's gonna make it funnier, then you should pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's in a, if it's an action movie and it's gonna make it more exciting, then you should pay attention. You know. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like what Anthony said though as well is like you should stand your ground if it's something that really is important to your story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's been many people throughout history of screenwriting that have been told things that if they listened, it would be it would wouldn't be the movie that won an Oscar or you know that yeah. kind of stuff. So sometimes you have to stand your ground, but yeah, it, I think it also depends on who's saying it as well. Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't listen to other writers because you definitely should. You know, you should even listen to your mom if she has a good idea, right? (laughs) (laughs) Always Um, listen to your mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if it's like a producer that's interested in your script, I Mm. mean, you might want to listen. Yeah. You know, that actually just happened with us recently. We had Mm -hmm. someone that's interested in trying to sell our script. And so she told us to change something that I didn't want to change. But I'm like, you know what? If it can sell, then why not? Yeah, it's tricky because sometimes you have to get your ego out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because, you know, writing is very personal. And it oh, is, yeah. You know, you spend sometimes years working on a script and then mm-hmm. you have to, like, give it up. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. and it gets trashed and cut up and you're just like, no! <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I also think that, like, there's, I also think people don't realize, like, how many iterations your script is going to go through before mm-hmm. it ever makes it to the screen. Like, by the time it actually like makes it to screen, it's gonna have gone through so many different drafts from so yeah. many different people, mm-hmm. you know, budgetary reasons, you know, producer reasons, creative differences, and so you you better learn to like get along with people, mm-hmm. you know, like you better yeah. learn to like you know to play nice and to be able to to be able to accept, you know, it's important to know when to stand your ground, like we were saying, but also to realize that this is a collaborative process. Yeah, yeah. which I think is awesome. Like I love the collaborative process. You mm-hmm. know, I think it makes it so much more fun and engaging when you can actually work, even like you guys working together. Like yeah. it mm-hmm. wouldn't be the same if you were just working by yourself, yeah. writing by yourself, you know, yeah. like it would be a little lonelier, you know? Like yeah. I, So I think appreciating and embracing the collaborative process I think is really important. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and something, you know, we've done before is like to do, like do a table read, like mm. read your script mm-hmm. out loud, like not just to each other, but have, I mean, we live in LA, we all have a hundred actor friends, you know, so it's like, get your friends <laughs> aspiring together, actors, aspiring yeah. actors, yeah, you know, get them together and have them read it out loud. It's amazing what it does when you actually kind of get that dialogue out of your head and see the way that people interpret it, you know, see the way that people are reading your action lines and are mm-hmm. they understanding how that correlates into the dialogue and the way they're supposed to say it and the nuance of it, or are they, are they reading something being confused? Like, you know, are the mm. actors able to pick up on the cues that you left in there? I think mm-hmm. it's ex- extremely important. No. Yeah. That's an interesting note. I think talking about kind of what, like how specific certain actions should be in your scripts. Because I know some scripts, they're, they're very like, they, you know, like the character stands up, they look right, then they look left. And then it's like, okay, that, that's probably too much. Yeah. But you want to give the actor enough to, to kind of, for them to get a feel of what the character is. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think you want to tell the actor what to do necessarily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think finding that, that balance, I think is, is key. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Do you guys have like any final thoughts or before we, we yeah. wrap this up? I think read lots of scripts, yeah. give each other feedback, and uh, I think learn the rules of mm. writing before you try to break them. Mm-hmm. That's good. We see a lot of writers out there who you can tell are younger and they're 
they're trying to write like Tarantino or Shane Black or something, and it's like, okay, hold on, you haven't quite earned that yet, you yeah. know? Like let's let's yeah. learn let's learn script structure first. Like let's <laughs> let's make sure we know how to format a script, you know, correctly. Because mm-hmm. um, I know from myself personally, nothing pulls me out quicker than like mm. bad formatting. You know, if like if your slug lines are in the wrong place, if you you know if you don't have action lines formatted correctly, because uh, then it's just kind of a mess. It's just kind of a mess to read, and so uh, and you definitely you definitely can do that once you've earned it. You know, and like there are plenty of writers out there who just kind of have their own thing. Um, but you definitely have to like definitely have to crawl before you run. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in certain areas. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I would say you know at least to aspiring screenwriters or people starting out. Um, I would say that you got to write a lot. <laughs> like, mm. you have to write more than one script. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think everybody kind of comes, you know, has to deal with that first part when they come to L.A. and they're very naive. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, with me, you know, I was trying to push scripts that now I wouldn't have anybody read. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, uh, no, you read that? Oh, gosh, that was terrible. I'm glad they didn't read um, it back when we <laughs> asked them to, you know. <laughs> Actually, Anthony hasn't even read my first script that oh, I wrote. Wow. She won't let me. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, it's no, like, it's like, terrible. Um, you read, like, my early Microsoft Word, like, you know, draft before, like, I knew <laughs> before I knew what script format was. like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be like my advice to people is write a lot of scripts because when you do, you kind of start to see the flaws in your, you know, your older scripts. You're like, oh, I've grown since then. And you can either, you know, put that script aside or you can go back to it and fix it. Um, and I think that's been one of the most beneficial things for us is like, just keep going. You know, like you have to rewrite, so don't just skip over, but like, mm-hmm. you know, put the time and effort into the script and then move on to something else mm-hmm. so you can keep writing because you just you need to learn the craft. And I think the best way to learn it is just to keep writing. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think don't be afraid to, you know, don't be afraid to emulate too and to find inspiration. You know, I mean, you never want to, you know, do full on like rip off, but like, you know, figure out, figure out what kind of shows you like and what kind of movies you like, but then actually ask yourself why you like them. You know, like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's funny. Well, why is it funny? Is it funny because of the dialogue? Is it funny because of the situational humor? You know, is it funny because of, you know, is it the plot itself, fish out of water, whatever it is like that's funny about it or that's scary about it. Um, ask yourself those questions and figure out why you're drawn to particular filmmakers or particular writers and then try to take those things and put it into your own, you know, do your own version of it. Mm-hmm. Basically, I think is I think is a really, really good exercise. Yeah, it's like they say there's only like seven different stories and they've always been retold in different ways, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care how good you I don't care how good your idea is. Like yeah. it's it's probably been done before. Right, but yeah. but if you can do it differently yeah. You know, if you can do it, do it differently, add in your own voice, add in, you know, you add in like you're a little sprinkle, a little something, some, just a little something extra, I think, is mm-hmm. can can make all the difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, so, thanks so much yeah. for being on the show. I really appreciate it. This has been an awesome conversation. Um, for Spotlight, you were saying we might be able to get a little promo code, right? For absolutely. Our, our yes. listeners. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For uh, yeah, for the uh, uh, About Story listeners, yeah, we'll be mm. giving you guys your own promo code. Sweet. You can yep. use. I think yeah. we'll feature that in the... Uh, in the description of this episode. Yes. When you yes. Come out. So, but, um, but yeah, yeah, we would love to have you guys come check us out. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, mm-hmm. visit, us, visit us on writerspotlight.com. And you can also find Kayla and I pretty much anywhere. You know, we're very yeah. transparent and very open uh, with our audience and with the users on the site. So please reach out to us and um, let yeah, us. Yeah, we'll give you your first round of feedback if you sign up and want us to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Well, there you go, guys. Yep. Yep. Sign up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thank you guys so much again. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for and having us. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching this episode of the About Story Podcast. And we will see you next time. <laughs>